everybody. Welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And uh, I barely made it. I, I ran over. Uh, I'll explain in a second, but I made it back. Let's do the opening one more time. Greetings. I'm Frank Nicotero, versed humorist, enduring sports fan. And thanks for logging on to YouTube to glimpse at the entertainment on today's installment. Yes, I should mention it's National Thesaurus Day, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I pulled it out, so I wanted to do the regular opening and then show you what kind of research I did to celebrate National Thesaurus Day. Uh, Ryan, um, would you like to use some different words than you usually use at the top of the show? What could you mix it up right now? Use some different words. Go. Putting you on the spot. Instead of hello. What's up, friends? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan is our... I don't want to say producer. You're our producer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no other word for there's no other word for what Ryan does. He's special. Anyway, happy <laughs> National Thesaurus Day. How are you going to celebrate it, Anne? Do you do anything on, on Thesaurus Day? Consequently. Consequently, oh, using big words. I love it. On the show today via the video, ladies and gentlemen. Not only are you getting one guest via the video today, we got two. We got two video. We've only done that a couple times, so it's a special day. Uh, first up will be a very funny guy who I've done numerous shows with. He is a massive, massive San Francisco 49ers fan. And I can't I can't wait to see which jersey he'll be rocking because he's got – he must have – like I have like one or two Steeler jerseys. I have like Ben Roethlisberger and I have like an old, I think, Lynn Swan one that I wear. Then I have a couple framed. But this guy, uh, he's part of the PSF family that I'm also – when I do those uh, live webcasts during games, he does the Niner games. Every time I've checked in, he's had a different jersey on. So he must have at least – at least 16 or 17. Uh, he will be surrounded by Niners memorabilia, a very funny guy, and he will talk about the Niners, and he will tell us by how many points they will defeat the Packers right now, the line here at South Point. Nine and a half and 50. Any feel on that game, Ryan? <laughs> Go Niners. Go Niners. You have to remember that he hates the Green Bay Packers. Suck. Anytime I say those words, it's like Pavlovian that he has to say the word S-U-C-K. How, how my dad taught me. <laughs> That's how your dad taught you. <laughs> yeah, we would we would run through the teams in the league. He'd say Green Bay, and I would sucks. Sucks. Have Packers you been doing that suck. since a small child? Yes. Now, yes. were you were you younger when you did that, or when you sang "That's Life" by Frank Sinatra that we still haven't seen? About the same. Folks same uh, in the chat room, we want to say hello. By the way, if you want to see the Ryan video of him as a small child singing "That's Life" by Frank Sinatra, you got to clamor for it in the in the chat room. If you guys clamor for it, we want to thank you guys because you guys always. Uh, do a great job in the chat room, which I'll get to in a second. Also on the video, I've known him for nearly 25 years. He is the executive producer of uh, hit shows like Let's Make a Deal, which has been on TV for years. You know you've seen at least 10 episodes. And Press Your Luck with Elizabeth Banks, which I worked on with him. And uh, I met this guy when he was a producer on Street Smarts. He's also a massive Detroit Lions fan. So we have two NFC fans here today. This is how big of a fan he is, Ryan. He brought his kids. They bought tickets and flew from L.A. to Detroit to go to that game last week. Nice. Did He's you see that, that kind of money? Did you see the average ticket price for this week is eleven hundred dollars? Is it eleven hundred? I know we have a grab. Maybe we'll we'll bring it up later. They're still the most expensive tickets, right? Yes. Detroit. Yes, eleven hundred dollars. I mean, yeah, it's thirty years in the making. So yeah, so if, if they, yeah, if they're complaining, the ticket service is like, hey, what else have you done with your money in January for the past right. thirty years? Right. Oh, I don't so know. Not go pay, to a Pistons game. Pay bills. Yeah, you're not, <laughs> not going to see the Pistons. Pistons tried last night. They lost. Um, so anyway, uh, John Quinn, John Quinn is his name. He will be here and he will give us his thoughts on the game against Tampa Bay. I don't think he's flying back. That would be, that'd be a lot. Maybe he is. I don't know, but he's going to tell us about our journeys. So that should be good. And it's fitting to have John Quinn on the show today because it's national Michigan day. I, I, there it is January 18th, national Michigan day, the great Lake state. Michigan's actually really pretty, man. I, you know, you hear Detroit, they get a, a once you pass, once you get North of Detroit, it's really a pretty area. Now, we had, uh, what's the guy from the Knights that does the Knights game? Mark Chinook. Mark Chinook. He was talking about, he's from Canada, and how I played a campus, Lake Superior State. It's the last exit in America before you hit Canada. Once you get past, like, I don't know, is it Flint? The, the highway in Michigan is a straight line, like a ruler. It's straight and flat for like three hours. And you just, it's just this for three hours. And I just kept passing trucks, hauling snowmobiles. And, you know, as I was driving through there in my little Nissan Sentra, but I made it to Lake Superior State, beautiful state, Michigan, upper peninsula is beautiful. So happy Michigan day, which I mean, kid rock probably kept the party going because yesterday was his birthday. So, you know, yep. he just kept rocking and partying. 
And to celebrate National Michigan Day, the Detroit Pistons lost their 36 game. <laughs> they lost the Timberwolves 127-117. So I think they're 4-36 and now. That's just a brutal season. Is there any hope? Hey, for the there, yeah, Pistons? four and four and thirty-seven. Four and thirty-seven. Oh, yep. I didn't include the loss. Yep. I mean, that's tough. That is a tough year, right there. Five hundred. That's. Uh, by the way, also, uh, you're going to bet football this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I have these hot off the press, Chris Andrews specials. We got the parlay cards here at the South Point. Got to come down and do the South Point. We here on the crew of Sports by the Book and Punchlines. Our combined shows. We hit a couple last yeah, week. Yeah, we each Which hit one did a, we hit the big? What was the big one? The eight team or was it the ties? Ties win, win teaser. Yep. The ties win teaser. That's uh, the ties. Here it is. That's the yellow card, which is also a band from the '90s, I believe. Yellow card. I think there's, there's two. Is that your favorite band? This is a yellow card tattoo. Oh my God, Jerry's got a yellow card tattoo. You can see it on the camera right there. Well, I've never seen Jerry so enthusiastic ever. If I would have said Sonic the Hedgehog in the same sense, his head would have exploded. Jerry literally went, that's what they repent. <laughs> I love Yellow Card, yeah. So here you go. <laughs> I haven't heard him that vocal since he said the F word on the show. So Jerry, thank you. Jerry's our uh, our, our social media manager, sure. content manager, yep. Yep. boss. Employee of the year, all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, Jerry's a big yellow card fan. So we just found, we didn't know that, but he leapt out of the seat like he was electrocuted. That was one of the funniest things I've seen on this show in 70 episodes. So come get your yellow card. Also, uh, uh, there's some <laughs> there's some bowling for soup cards, Hoobastank, trying to see what other 90s bands you might like. Who's saying keep them separated? What was it? Oh, Urge. What were they? Offspring. Yeah. All those good 90s bands. Anyway, come get your parlay cards, best odds, tons of fun. We will do one. We'll do one tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. We can do one. We'll do one tomorrow, see if we can cash in again. Yeah. We put like five bucks in each and we uh, paid for some Chinese food for me the other night. So <laughs> only four games, so not as many to choose from yes. this week. But not as much fighting. We fight over it here. You should see behind no, we don't. We're like, yeah, sure, whatever you want. <laughs> Today is January 18th. Not only is it National Thesaurus Day and National uh, Michigan Day, it's January 18th, 2024. It's episode 70. And Ryan, I looked ahead. Means episode 100 will be on February 29th because it is a leap year this year. Nice. So nice. set your clocks and mark so, it on your calendars. February 29th. Would it be 100 or would it be back to one? Why? Because you know how. Like, no, you go 101. On... Then we'd be 101. Well, what? no. So like people born on a leap year. Oh, right. You'd, right. You'd be. Oh, our show will be one. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Sure, if we call Something it. Something like that. I guess so. Anyway, I February 12th. We got, we're going to pull out all the stops. Anne says she has a lot of surprises for us on the 100th episode. <laughs> and that's a surprise to her that, I, that she knows. She's like, I do? Anyway, so we're 30 away. Uh, pretty exciting. Hey, listen, once again, we want to thank you guys in the live. Look at it. I see Joey B. Good afternoon, Punchliners. Good afternoon at Bob Delp. Bob's getting requests. She put a lot of miles on that Nissan going to Michigan. Frank Mergy's putting that out because he's the one who booked me for that one-night college gig that we thought was only three or four hours from Pittsburgh. Turned out it was about 11, so that was his fault. <laughs> yes, I put a lot of miles. Thanks to you. Joey B also says you've got your, your poison tattoo, right? I, <laughs> I have a poison tattoo. I do, and uh, yeah, I can't show it because FCC laws. Anyway, I want to thank you guys, all you guys in the, uh, in the chat room that give us ideas and give us jokes and a lot of material to talk about. So I just want you to know, um, if you have a social media post that you find, if you find a clip, you see something online, tweet me at Frank Nicotero or Ryan, our producer at Ryan BMC underscore. Anytime you see something we should have on the show. And if you even write a joke for it, I'll, I'll give you a shout out for the laugh. So today we're going to bring to you a new segment called posts with punchlines. Do I have a graphic yet? No, we don't. Here it is. Okay. It's just to me. <laughs> so anyway, this is where we come social media to find fresh posts. And write some punchlines, hence the show. And we got to talk about what a great guy Jason Kelsey is. Everyone's talking about what a phenomenal human being he is. He's a, um, he's a mogul now with his podcast and all his commercials. But he did something really nice yesterday. What did he do there, Ryan? Read, read what he did there. Well, so he, uh, the, the tweet says they went to the Harvard town, Jason Kelsey's official home, unofficial hometown. And they met yeah. with uh, his super fan, the lady that works in the drive-thru at yeah. the McDonald's that he goes to frequently. Um, and she ended up having a, a jersey for him to sign, and he yeah. very graciously did that. So I, yeah, I think I believe I think it's a McDonald's. He gets a, he regularly orders. This is the breakfast of champions. He gets a sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin of sorts. Yes, 
So if you want to be a lineman, you got to bulk up, right? You got to yeah. eat that kind of stuff. Yeah. I have a feeling he gets like two or three of them probably. Like, <laughs> one of yeah, those in his tie would look really tiny in his hand. But anyway, he, he signed a jersey tour, which I thought was really sweet. Yep. And uh, look, that could be one of the last jerseys because we still don't know if he's retiring or not. Right? He's retiring. Yeah, more than likely, yes. He's just he, waiting to make a formality. Yeah. yeah, officially done it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, Jason Kelsey gave that to his favorite drive-thru uh, employee. Dak Prescott tried to give one of his jerseys to a drive-thru worker, and they said, uh, Goodwill drop off his next door, sir. They didn't want it. <laughs> we have another joke for this one, too. Uh, Dak Prescott tried to drop off his jersey to a, a, a drive-thru employee, and they said, Sir, this jersey is not considered a resume for employment, but we are hiring if you're available. And um, yeah, we think you aren't working right now. Boom! <laughs> Reno Paul with that punchline. Or Dak Prescott handed them a jersey and they said, Sir, you remind me of our ice cream machine here at McDonald's because you never work when we need you to. Boom! We are roasting Dak Prescott. Uh, and this is this also from Reno Paul. Once again, I'm showing if you contribute a joke, I'll read it. The Dodgers offered him $50 million to help them lose. Oh, no, with Dak Prescott. Dodgers offered Des Dak Prescott $50 million to help them lose in the first round, just like the Cowboys. So there you go, because the Dodgers and Cowboys both have your favorites. There you go. Uh, so moving on, uh, I think Tom McClain, who will be on in a minute, will enjoy this. How do you say this guy's name? I'm, I know Kyle Juszczyk. Juszczyk, yeah. Juszczyk. It's like an eight-time pro bowler. The guy's amazing. He has a beautiful wife who's all of a sudden become like a biggest celebrity as he has yep. because she's the one making all these coats that like Taylor Swift has been wearing. Yep. So I think we have some video of this. She this made Taylor Swift's hey, jacket. I take a lot of pride in this. Okay, first best, of all, that's Todd. That's him getting that's an Kyle, award. Yep. Kyle, sorry. Got the best wife in the world, so this is awesome. He got an award Thank saying uh, very proud of his wife. So these are the most Jack supportive Sticks husband. Kelsey. Yeah. What's that? He got the award for most supportive husband yeah, by the Niners I mean, uh, social media team. So this girl is a genius because she's going to end up making a ton of money off these. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, a, I mean, she's going to start a line, right? Of course, she's going to have to get, I don't know if the NF, what the NFL is going to think about this, but. There's a bunch of people clamoring for her to be like in charge of Fanatics department. Yeah, because yeah, oh, these yeah. are so much better than anything else that they've totally put Totally better. And yeah. that was Taylor Lautner from Twilight Movies uh, getting one on the sidelines and Aiden Hutchinson one, right? And yep. then uh, that's. Uh, Simone at, Biles. Yeah. Simone Biles, right? And then her husband plays for the Packers, yeah. Husband plays for the Packers, and then look at that one, even line. Look how cool these are. Those are really tight. Those are fly. <laughs> and come on, I'm trying to be hip. I'm trying. They're sick. Uh, you know, maybe she can make one for Todd Bowles because it's going to be really cold in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that poor reporter. Did anyone, did anyone, has anyone like announced who she was or anything? I, it's, it's, I, they, they've come out and said that she was, she's not a sports reporter. Yeah, that's what they, I they were like, their sports reporters were all sick right. or she whatever. Was so they in. sent her in. She yeah, was like a newscaster news filling yeah. in, didn't know. She probably thought she had this great question. I'm going to ask him about the weather. And poor Todd Bowles just stares at her. Uh, Jeff Parles, uh, whose show will be on at three o'clock today, Sports by the Book, which I will be on doing one of my uh, new segments, Where the Frank is Nicotero, somewhere. <laughs> In the hotel, I think Jeff wrote uh, Kyle's wife and asked for a Zach Wilson jacket. But she told uh, she told Jeff, she goes, "Hey, it looks like you already have a one of a kind jacket that only you will ever wear." And I think we remember Jeff's jacket there. There it is. Let's see it. That, yep, <laughs> that's Jeff's Disney jacket. And he's like, "What? Well, I don't need another coat. I got this one right there. Why would I need another one?" Yeah, she made one for Aiden Hutchinson, who, by the way, uh, uh, Taylor Lautner actually did date Taylor Swift for a while. Back in the day. He's got a, some things for Taylors because he's married to a Taylor. Oh, my God. He's got a thing for Taylors. How about that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he got one at the wild card game last week. Very good. Thank you. Uh, I thought Ryan McCormick would be on top of that. I thought maybe you read, read People Magazine and you were up on all the, the datings. But uh, uh, speaking of Taylor Swift, she will be at the game. Do we know if she'll be in Buffalo? Is she making the trip? Yes. Th there are some things. There, she is. There are some things that have come out saying that she will not go to oh. Buffalo. Wow, she did her, her in her eras tour. She skipped over Buffalo, and then uh, oh, with all the the sacrificing oh, going on, yes, pit, they don't want her to be. In oh any God, danger. Taylor! I hope she shows up. I hope she shows up. It's always good when Taylor's there. Um, by the way, there's a Taylor Swift filter that's going around TikTok where you can make yourself look like Taylor Swift. I made one of myself, and Taylor I I know no. Oh God, there it is. is I really wasn't sure if people wanted to see that. I look like I look, should Look, it's like you're watching a Taylor Swift video. Some sort of horror movie. Oh, my God. Called Bad Blood. <laughs> I love the dog toy noises <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah, because they're nervous. They're like, who the hell is this in the house? That is not Frank. What is going on? Oh, my God. And then uh, a final social media post that we want to talk about. 
The Portland Trailblazers, uh, Trailblazers, they're they're suffering some bad weather in the Pacific Northwest. DeAndre Ayton out tonight due to icy roads in his neighborhood. All the other players made it. Uh, they even sent people trying to get him. Apparently, his road had a sheet of ice, and he could. This sounds like this sounds like he got into a fight with a teammate in the locker room, <laughs> and he's hurt or something. And then the actual game report said, "Not with team. Not with team. <laughs> yeah." And uh, they didn't really need him because they won uh, with two tenths of a second. Anthony Simmons yeah. buzzer beater had a buzzer beater last night. So Trailblazers won without DeAndre Ayton, who's watching the game at home. I hope his cable wasn't knocked out. I mean, maybe he's a cable, by the way. I just said cable. And I hope he had his streaming service. Anyway, uh, pretty funny. And then we are going to do one birthday today. We got to because it's Kevin Costner. Ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday to Kevin Costner. The reason I bring it up, no one has been in more sports-themed movies. There you go. He's been in several baseball movies. There's Draft Day, which is an underrated movie. Yeah. It's yeah. just so goofy, and it's so stupid. It's fun. I love that movie. He also did uh, McFarlane USA, which is a cross-country running. American Flyers is a bike movie. Tin Cup is golf. Molly's Game. Hey, poker's a sport. We got the poker room right here down at South Point. Come on down, and for love of the game is another baseball movie. So Kevin Costner, my God. Uh, and by the way, he's uh, 69. So I wish nice. if, if his mom could have held him in one more day or pushed him out, or pushed him out. Yes. Yeah. Pushed yeah, him out one day, day earlier yeah, would have been 69 on our 69 show. All right, let's get to our special guest. Uh, this gentleman and I go way back. We've done tons of shows together. I told you he was a massive Niner fan. He will mention it more than I will mention the Steelers uh, any day. And by the way, look at his setup. Ladies and gentlemen, it's comedian Tom McClain. Yes. Tom, my God, Tom. look at the Tom in the house. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I don't know about you bringing me on right after showing that Taylor Swift filter, but uh, that way I feel uncomfortable. I was about to go. <laughs> me too. I almost shut off at that point. I was logged off. Tom, here's here's the really sad behind the scenes story on that. Um, there's one where you can do uh, your own face and then you video it and it and it goes on and then it makes a video. I was too old to figure out how to use TikTok properly, so the only one I could do was that one. And uh, I, by the way, that character. Um, we'll be on RuPaul's Drag Race next season. So you can watch out for my my Taylor Swift AI because that photo was horrifying. I mean, I, I didn't look – it looked very strange. But anyway, let's let's get yeah. that. <laughs> I think I'd say that now we have bad blood. Oh, that, so. he did not. What a cruel summer it's been. There you go. I'll, I'll set him up. You knock him down. So anyway, tell me about the jerseys behind you. Is that Navarro Bowman and you got a Nick Bosa? Yes, I've got Navarro Bowman to my – I guess that's my left. Right. And then I've got Nick Bosa. Am I right? I've got, uh, uh, I don't know if you can see my, my full it's a size. helmet, yeah. There we go. That's a Raheem Mostert, who is, who Mostert, who's now on the uh, the Miami Dolphins. You know, that team that is always really good up until about October, and then they just start disappointing their fans. Oh, uh, so got Tom talking smack because his team uh, got the number one seed and, and is playing in the divisional round. Yeah, they he scored 21 touchdowns, but you guys didn't need him. Yeah. <laughs> well, my Miami is, uh, it's just, they, they have a script every year. They, they're just that team that follows the script, you know, kind of like Detroit. They eventually will disappoint everybody. Should we tell Tom the NFL has a script, the whole NFL, <laughs> the whole season is scripted. They already know it's scripted. <laughs> By the way, you should be uh, happy that it's scripted because according to the Super Bowl logo, the colors of the two teams that'll be there are purple and red. So it looks like you're facing the Ravens again. So good luck. Yeah, but there's a lot of red still in the AFC left, so that True. makes me concerned. And by the way, do you think Taylor Swift avoids the Buffalo thing because of the shoveling snow? Because, you know, they make everybody get out and shovel snow before the game. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to see? You help get rid of the snow. <laughs> you know, they make it. They, they paid people $20 an hour, right, to come down and shovel snow. And then right before kickoff, they show the stadium. Looks like no snow had been removed whatsoever. So I guess everyone got some <laughs> sort of uh, uh, hypothermia or they suffered strokes because – they showed people like shuffling to their seats. And then I don't know if this is true or not. There were no reserve seats for a lot of the, the, the Buffalo. They just said, sit wherever you want. Yeah, I mean, wherever you can find a seat that's not covered that in snow. Right? So that is true. Yeah. That's what I heard as well. <laughs> so you pay like a thousand dollars for 50 yard line seats. Well, yeah, but those, those tickets were what? 80 bucks to get into the game. Yeah. Well, last week. yeah. But if you're a season ticket holder, you paid you know sure, in advance, sure. but yeah, that's, that's pretty wild. So, Anyway, let's talk about your Niners, by the way. Uh, I know you – what jersey do you have on? What are you sporting there? I, I'm currently wearing a Patrick Willis oh. Hall of Fame finalist. Hopefully, we'll get some good news on that here in the next couple of weeks. You know, we got to get Patrick in, and then hopefully they'll uh, get their act together because, you know, I've been um, campaigning for Roger Craig for a very long time, and I can't believe – Hey, Tom, I mentioned that on this show twice during this football season. Roger Craig – 
Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you're a stat man, too. Did he not have 1,000 yards receiving and rushing in the same season one year or close to it, or he did? He was the first one to that. Yes, he was. And uh, and here's another little known fact, too. That season, he was actually a fullback. He wasn't even a halfback that season. Roger Craig definitely belongs in the Hall of Fame. I don't know why I'd say. that's uh, Now, I'm going to get on my soapbox, but Heinz Ward, also the best blocking wide receiver, uh, two-time Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP, 1,000 catches, more yards than uh, Torrey Holt, more yards than Andre John. He needs to be in there, too. But Roger Craig is a crime. I mean, the Veterans Committee got to get him in. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, you look at you know, the criteria for the Hall of Fame is the story of football can't be told without this person. Yeah. Roger Craig was a vital part of three Super Bowls. He had, I think he had like four touchdowns, four Super Bowl touchdowns, maybe five Super Bowl yeah. touchdowns total. Um, yeah. He's just, it's unbelievable to me. And I, and I think that the excuse, and the Steelers went through the same thing. Oh, there were too many too good many, players yeah. on that. Can't put everybody in. But yeah, you should. If it's a Hall of Famer, they should be in. Absolutely. So um, uh, let's let's talk about your Niners right now. The line again is uh, what was it again? Nah, nine, nine, nine and a half. I wrote it down and I changed my page. Here nine, it is. Nine and a half. Nine and a half points. Now listen, we saw what happened to Dallas. We saw Green Bay go in there and just absolutely steamroll them. Which I see you're you can't even stop smiling already about. <laughs> but now you yeah. got the Packers coming all the way out to the West Coast. Do you fear the Packers or Jordan Love or is this team ready? The Niners to go all the way. Well, I think that the 49ers are a little bit different in that I think that the only team that can really beat them is the 49ers because they are like the, you look at the roster from, you know, all the way down to, well, maybe the kicker, Jake Moody, the, the, <laughs> the not quite working out, but everybody else, I mean, anybody, you put them up against any other starter in the league. And I, I really think that. You know, yeah, they had a couple of hiccups through the season. You know, the Ravens game was the Ravens game. I feel like, um, you know, Brock Purdy, he's very family-oriented, and he had to go play on Christmas. He's a young man. That had to be a little bit of an emotional thing, you know what I mean, being away. I was in the military. I know what it was like to be away from home for the first Christmas. It's tough. So, um, but, no, I, I think that the 49ers are um, – the most well-equipped team, the Packers, certainly they, they have a lot of talent and, you know, it's football, anything could happen. But I, I think that it's going to be a, uh, I think that the 49ers should handle them fairly well. Um, I love when the 49ers play the Packers in the playoffs. Yeah. It's just one of those things that makes it feel like everything's right in football. Um, I don't know if you know, but me and my brother were actually at that 1998 wildcard game when uh, Steve Young hit Terrell right? Owens. We talked about that the other day, that catch, and he held onto the ball and he was crying, right? He was so, you were there? Yeah, me and my brother were in that end zone. We were in the front row of the end zone, of the top level. So we were in the top, We like in the candlestick, we liked sitting on the upper level. So we, we ended up just by chance in that end zone. Oh, wow. I, and candlestick lose it like that the the candlestick park used to be so like relaxed even when they would win because it was like oh we're used to it we've been here before but that one owens had dropped the ball so many times and a, a few plays before there was jerry rice uh, fumbled the ball and they they actually ended up giving the 49ers back it was a bad call whatever worked out in the 49ers favor but so it was just such a big and crazy moment yeah. and i've never it was like the roof was just blown off of the stadium. It was so I amazing. Mean, that Jerry Rice guy, always disappointing fans. I mean, just a terrible, I mean, just always constantly never doing anything to help the team. Uh, I remember that. I remember that game vividly because I remember uh, watching. And Candlestick Park, by the way, I mentioned this before. I saw a Giants game there in 1978, baseball game. And wow. I remember why, it was me, my dad, my sister. We walked in and we were visiting from Los Angeles. And we had driven up, drove up, driven up. We drove up. Driven, we went up in a car to see my aunt who lived up in Redwood City. We went to that game, and I remember walking in. We had shorts and t-shirts on, and everybody kind of looking at us strangely. And I'm looking, I'm like, Dad, why is everyone wearing like like heavy parkas and thermal underwear showing through? And then, like about the fourth inning, it the sun went down, and that might be the. I've been to games in Buffalo to see at Rich Stadium Super. I've never been colder than I was at Candlestick Park on a summer night. Yeah, it's like an air conditioner because that wind is just blowing through, blowing that cold air right off the water. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it could be brutal. Now, listen, so uh, if you guys win, I mean, listen, if if they should win, they should beat the Packers. I mean, how confident are you that this is a Super Bowl year for them? And, uh, you know, I was, I was listening to the radio on the way in. Someone was like, oh, Kyle Shanahan's on the hot seat. No, he's not. He's not on the hot seat. Even if he doesn't no. win, he's coming back. How confident are you? What do you think? Did you put any money on this? Do you gamble on games? Tell me Tell me about, tell me about that stuff. I 
So I don't gamble on my, you know, I don't gamble on my own teams okay. just because <laughs> I'm a little bit too emotional on those kind of things. So I don't want to, I don't, I, you know, you know how it is, man. You lose perspective when it comes to your own team. Yep. Um, but I, ever since the, they, they, they broke camp this year, I felt like this was the Super Bowl team. I felt like they were the team and not like, oh, I hope they're the team. I really feel like they're the team to beat. And, um, you know, like I said, they had those couple of, of hiccups early on, but it was nothing that was too concerning. I mean, you've got Trent Williams, who was is the, you know, one of the best offensive linemen in the league who was out. And, you know, that, that just created all kinds of issues with the line. And then, you know, Debo was out at the same time. You know, when you're missing players of that caliber, you're going to be a little more vulnerable. Yeah. But... I really, I really do. I have all the confidence in the world that they're going to make it all the way to the end. And I, you know, and I don't, I don't think I've seen a 49er team this good since like 1989, like before you know the Steve Young, yeah. you know, Storm Deion Sanders championship. <laughs> uh, is everything okay there? Because we heard quite a commotion in the background. What's going on over there? There was some something. Here? Was it there? Was that there or here? No, it was there. You have ghosts. You have the ghost <laughs> of Bill Walsh there haunting this show. I, we heard like oh, a loud I? commotion or something, like something. Oh, I didn't. Do you have a dog? No, I don't. <laughs> I, don't have a dog. <laughs> I know you have. We heard something knocked over, right? Am I? We're, I'm not. Am I not making that up, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll move on. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, Tom, where will you watch the game? Do you have a ritual? Because I can't watch games. I, Steeler games, I have to watch kind of alone. There's maybe three or four people in the world that I allow to watch a game with me. What is your ritual for a Niners game, and what jersey will you be wearing this weekend? Okay, well, I don't know if you should have brought this up because, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to be the reason the 49ers lose, and I'm going to put them in a vulnerable place because I'm not going to be in the place that I'm normally at watching the game. Normally, I like to watch the game, just me and my kids. Same thing. Like, I don't, like, I don't want to be at a bar with a bunch of loud people and all that stuff, but this particular weekend we were invited by my buddy carlos alls rocky to go oh. hang out watch the game with him so we're gonna go over me and the kids we're gonna the kids are gonna be there too we're gonna go over and watch the game with him and i normally on game day i wear a vernon davis white oh, jersey oh nice that's a good one right there he was a beast man by the way uh ryan he mentioned carlos alls rocky um <laughs> are we trying to figure out what that is <laughs> is that john quinn's feed did we fit what was it what was it was uh, it was our next guest's feed. We just heard stuff. You couldn't hear it, so we're not crazy, Tom. If you watch oh, the show back, okay. okay. <laughs> we're all staring at each other, like, where the hell is that noise coming from? Because you're sitting still. All right, we'll work it out. It's live TV. So, um, Carlos Salazaraki, whose house you're going over to, Ryan, he's a fellow comedian and also claim to fame. I mean, he's he's done voices on The Family Guy, but he was the voice of the Yo Quiero Taco Bell dog. Yo Quiero Taco Bell. That's right. That's right. So, I bought his first house. With he, so bought, he bought his first house, and I hope a couple houses with the residuals on that, but you'll give it Taco Bell. Right. Nice guy. So you also do PSF. PSF, uh, Professional Sports Fans app. We've had Sean Salisbury on this show. It's an app where each team is represented with a couple different webcast teams, and it's basically like the Manning cast. You watch Monday Night Football. You can watch all the games on PSF uh, app, and Tom and uh, Tom and Carlos do a great job on the Niners games. So uh, I don't know if we're doing playoff games. I I, I didn't do I Playoff game I want to watch. I don't want to... Beyond, but anyway, so download the PSF app. It's awesome. So um, we're talking about Vegas here, Tom. You tell me you have a Vegas story for us and that it's awesome. Yeah. So, okay. You know how I'm kind of in the sports memorabilia space you and I've, uh, I've, been, I've been a collector for a long time. Well, many years ago, not long after getting out of the military, I, um, I was kind of into like, um, what would you call them? Like music legends, music icons. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'll start, start maybe collect a few of those, right? So I saw that if you join the International Share Fan Club, <laughs> she sends you an autograph by 10. Okay. I know I'm putting myself in a space here. But <laughs> it's a share story. I love it. Share your share story. So, and I'm proud to be a member of the International Share Fan Club now. So, no, sorry. But I thought 10 bucks, you get an autographed picture and you're just in a fan club, right? So within a couple of weeks after joining the International Share <laughs> Fan Club, I get a letter from the International Share Fan Club saying Share is recording her DVD live at the, can I say the other casino's yes. name? Yes. At a casino in okay. Vegas. Okay. So, <laughs> and, uh, and so, uh, and we, she wants all of her biggest fans, people from her fan club in the front rows, um, she's willing to pay for your seats if you'll come down to Vegas and you'll, you'll, you know, sit in the seats. <laughs> so 
Frank, my first trip to Las Vegas was to go see Cher. <laughs> I was in the front row for her DVD taping. I wasn't the only dude in the front row, but I was the only dude in the front row not dressed like Cher. <laughs> Kind of looks like me with my Taylor Swift app on, right? That was, yeah, right. Oh my God, that's hysterical. And if you could turn back time, would you do it again? If I could turn back time, I would do it over and over again, man. It was so much fun. It was such a crazy adventure. And uh, Cher puts on such a great show. She opened with uh, U2's I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. Wow. And it was a song I didn't know. Wow, she's written another great hit. <laughs> She's playing at the Sphere. She's going to do that song. If I could. Wait, let's, uh, you want to hear it? Let's hear her doing you two. Here we go. This is Cher as you two. And I still haven't found what I'm. Please never use that again. Please do not cut that into any sort of clip. Me doing, oh, honey, half breed. Oh, my God. This is a show where I've really uh, shown, my, uh, shown my sensitive side. Anyway, uh, I can't believe I just did that. Um, so when when you uh, oh God. so what other collectibles do you have? What's your most valuable collectible, probably? Uh, valuable. Because you have a ton oh, of man. you have a bunch of Giants fans. Because I know you're a big Giants fan too, San Francisco Giants. Yeah, I have a lot of Giants stuff. I have a lot of Willie Mays stuff. Um, I have uh, I have a, a thing that was a picture that was signed by LeBron. It was the last picture that he signed before his first NBA game. It was like while he was getting on the the bus to go play against the Sacramento Kings. I have a um I have a helmet that I haven't put away just because I don't like the sun exposure, which makes it stupid to have it. But uh, <laughs> it's signed by Dwight Clark that has the uh, the diagram diagram the play and it's also signed by Joe Montana. Oh my god. Um, that is sweet. I think I have four or five helmets signed by Joe Montana. Like Joe Montana is obviously the my favorite, the greatest of so all by time. The way, uh, so by the way, Ryan, we, we, wait a second. We do know that Tom will not be home during the Niners game this weekend. <laughs> so <laughs> I know where Tom lives. I have, this is a heist. This is, this is our oceans 14. This is our movie, Ryan, right here. We can do it. Um, that's great. And where's the share photo right now? Do you have the share photo still? Oh man, that's a great question. I would not be able to locate that share photo if you gave me a forty-five day head start. I not I have no idea where it is. I'm sure I still have it, but uh, I, it's not necessarily at the forefront. It's not. It's not something that I show my friends when they come over. I'm not like, hey man, you guys see, you guys see this? <laughs> you don't share your share. And Tom and I, uh, last time I saw you, I guess you booked me into. Uh, you were it was a haunted hotel or something, some hotel that was like haunted that I did a show at. Yeah, we did the haunted hotel. More recently, though, during the pandemic, you oh. did the the outdoor show at the hangar at the at the Santa Paul Airport. So one of the few shows uh, I could do during the pandemic, and I hadn't done stand up in like a year, right? None of us had, right? And uh, the Santa Santa Paula Airport. So we were literally on the tarmac. We were outside the bar. You could there were little planes parked behind us. So in the middle of a show, I'm doing jokes. You turn around, there would be people like leaning on plane wings, like drinking beer, like salute me, and everyone was socially distanced. <laughs> And I was like nervous about it. And I'm like, man, I haven't done a, you know, a long show in like a year, you know, or maybe even longer. And as soon as I got up there, we had a blast and I ended up doing like, uh, I, don't know, I did like an hour. I have it recorded on my phone, but that was a blast. That's right. And that's also the airport where Harrison Ford uh, frequents, right? Yeah, that was the, actually that, that restaurant where we do the show, yeah. Harrison Ford was breakfast there one time and there was an accident on the freeway where one of the cars went over the the side and kind of like you know came down the embankment and he rushed out to help the guy and it was all in the news and everything <laughs> so yeah he does from my understanding he has a plane there and he's seen around town every once in a while harrison ford is a true hero not only is indiana jones he's a true hero all right let's talk about the game give me your final score and who's going to score the first touchdown because that's a bet we might do here at the casino or around town we're looking at mccaffrey obviously but it may, if you think it might be somebody else, uh, give me a final score and who scores the first touchdown for the Niners. Okay, I'm going to go final score. I'm I'm going 32-12. I think that uh, nice. yeah, I think San Francisco's <laughs> gonna, they've consistently put up over 30 points like all, all season long, and I think that it's you know I I don't see the Packers as like a big problem for them. I, there's nothing there's nothing on the Packers where you're like, oh, got to watch out for this guy. Ooh, got to watch out for that. So um, yeah, so 32 to 12. And first score, man, I, I really like Brendan Ayuk, and I, I like ah. the fact that Brock catch him, you know, down the field, and I, I really like that. It's really they 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 work really quick together. That's Ryan's. Yeah, that's like Ryan's that. prediction like as well. That. Yeah, he likes Brendan Ayuk, and uh, we're gonna, 
How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and where can people find you? Your handle is at XL Comic, correct? That's right. My handle is X, at XL Comic. Um, you could follow me there and uh, love to see everybody at the show sometime. Yeah, uh, you got to go see Tom. Very funny guy. Um, I think you had just asked me if I, I could come do a show kind of towards your way, but I'm in Vegas now and uh, I, I'd be a long drive uh, for that kind of money. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right i've heard they've got comedy stuff out there so maybe i'll try to make my way up to there because it's been a while since we've cuddled so yeah, I, I do need to <laughs> you know we've had listen we work together in sacramento there's stories i can't tell on this show um and things that have happened San Francisco. what was that again i said san francisco stories right Yeah, we can't really talk about that yeah the, the, anyway uh good luck to your 49ers by the way your giants uh odds to win the division plus 1100 Giants odds to win the World Series plus 5,000. Well, if the Niners make it to the Super Bowl, do you have any intentions of coming out here? We'd love to get you on live. Oh, yeah. If you, if you, if, that's right. If the Niners make the Super Bowl, do you make your way to Vegas? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I haven't really put a whole lot of thought into where I'm going to be for the game. But, you know, who knows? Maybe. We that just, might, might be worth it. Enough, we just enough. want you out of the house on the Super Bowl. <laughs> so then we'll have three and a half hours to slowly go through all your memorabilia. Tom McClain, thanks for being on the show, buddy. Thank we'll you. see you later. Thank you, Tom, at Man. XL Comic. We might as well bring our next guest in because I've seen him for the last 10 minutes kind of checking in. I saw him rearranging some stuff so he could get his lion right there. No, we got to go to a commercial. All right, we're going to go to a commercial first. We're going to get him on in about a minute and a half. Sorry, John, one minute and a half. We'll be right back. Thank you, Tom McClain. You killed it. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table, non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket writers are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book. Over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. Guys, that's why I can't tell that Tom McClain story on the air. Oh, we're back. All right. Anyway, Tom McClain did a great job. We heard the Niners perspective, but let's get a Detroit Lions, who, by the way, I've mentioned when I was a kid, they were my favorite NFC team. Uh, this guy I've known for about 25 years when I sat down and realized that yesterday uh, he is the executive producer of game shows like Press Your Luck. Uh, also, let's make a deal. He's all over the place. He's a massive Lions fan, as you can see. It's John Quinn, my old buddy John. Yeah, John, John, what's up? Yeah, 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 John. John, what jersey? Chris Nicotero, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I mean, I'm here in Vegas. They're uh, they're paying me to host this sports and entertainment show. We do jokes, we talk sports, and my team is out of the playoffs, so I can't talk anymore about them. Which uh, Jerry is thrilled. The guy on the show who uh, Jerry works on our show, and he has a dry erase board of how many times I mentioned Pittsburgh each episode. So that was uh, one or two today. I'm not allowed to do anymore. But uh, it's all about Detroit, man. It's a, what jersey are you wearing? Who do you have on? I'm wearing Dan Campbell's jersey <laughs> from when he played for the Lions. Specially made uh, <laughs> when I, I had a bet with Josh Silverman, who I, is a mutual friend. I think you oh, know, I know Josh. Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when the Lions beat the Packers in week three, the bet was whoever brought it to the other team hard enough, you had to get a jersey for them. And so we just agreed that they were out coached. So I got the Campbell jersey <laughs> that is representing. 
one of a kind. And by the way, Josh, Josh Silverman, by the way, the thing about Josh is uh, I still, he's like probably smaller and, and frailer than me. He was a cameraman for an entire se season of Deadliest Catch, wasn't he? Deadliest Catch almost died. He almost, almost died several times. Almost died several times. <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't you leave? He's like, no way, man. Gave him my word. I'm going to stick it out. I'm like, I would have, the first time I got like a little paper cut, I, I would, I would have been gone. And he did it. He did it. They had to finally like get him out of there on a uh, on a helicopter because he was like so sick and like about to die. But you know, that's <laughs> he's a Packers. he's a Packers fan. So oh, if they win and we win, then it's an NFC North NFC Championship game back in Ford Field, and I might have to go back. You might because have to. I was at the game. Yeah. I was at the game last week. Now you were at the game last week. Tell us uh, how that worked out. Was it a last second thing? And we know the tickets. We know last week that was the highest price ticket in the playoffs. And for good I mean, they hadn't played a game in 30 years. So how did that come about? Well, it was just, you know, I live in Los Angeles now. And is this ever going to happen again? <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know. If you're a Detroit Lion fan, you understand that this is our, this is it, right? <laughs> like since 1992 or whatever it was. And so I, I had gone to the Lions. I've been to three games this year. I went and saw the Lions Chargers at SoFi. Uh, gorgeous stadium with my two daughters who are 10 and 8. Um, and then I went to New Orleans with my friends oh. um, right, after we, right after we shot Password nice. to see him play the Saints, and that was awesome. It's like the French Quarter, which just became the Lions, the Lions Quarter, because I think if you're a Saints fan, you get done and you just go home. But we all stay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the uh, – so then when this happened, it kind of started because my youngest daughter, Lucy, when we were at the, at the Chargers game, she kept rooting and going crazy and saying, why am I not getting in the Jumbotron? I'm going crazier than all these people. I said, honey, you're wearing Detroit Lions gear head to toe. They're never going to put you on. This is It's just for the Charger fans. You'll never make it. She goes, well, then we need to go to Detroit. Like, <laughs> That's kind of how it started. So when they hit the playoffs, I'm like, we're going to go. Let's do it. So my whole family's back there. We flew in Friday. I mean, I got tickets, which were too much money. And <laughs> then we flew in. And as we were coming to Detroit, there's a huge snowstorm. We get rerouted to Cincinnati. Oh my we God. wait there for a couple hours. We then come to Detroit. My girls end up been on a plane for nine hours. Then we wait for our bags for two hours till oh. they say your bags aren't coming off the plane because nobody's working. We're like, whatever. <laughs> then I can barely get an Uber. We get to the hotel at 3 a.m. We go to sleep. The next day, my entire family comes to the hotel, like my brothers, my sisters, my nieces, nephews. We get the bags. Everything's looking up. We go to the game in zero-degree weather, kind of like the Tampa Bay coaches. We yeah. didn't have like a 30-second <laughs> Yeah, that 20 was... seconds. <laughs> yeah, that, that's poor girl. <laughs> poor girl. So we get in, and it's just chaos from the second you get there. Like, And I have a 10 and an 8-year-old girl. Granted, they're huge fans. We did a fantasy football league this year. They, you know, they had Gibbs and St. Brown and Montgomery. So the, we're, they know all the Lions, but it's also insanity. Like I have them <laughs> like this family, and we sit down, and I'm like, you know, you're going to hear a lot of swear words, and just, just so you know, it's, you know, it's fine. But he's excited. Yeah. <laughs> and after the first quarter, I'm like, have you heard any swear words? They're like we're up to 38, and we've tied. Um, mostly we hear the F word, <laughs> and. But from the, from the second it started, I could never relax. Number one, because I had my girls. And number two, because it was just insane. Like, what are we even doing here? How, how is this? I can't even comprehend any of it. It was my first time at Ford Field. I'd been to the Silverdome, and I've seen them out of town plenty of times. But it's the first time I'd gone back. And I just have never felt a crowd like that. And the energy of the place. You, know, you can imagine. Like, yeah. there's a team salivating for this. Yeah. You know, and at the end. You know, at the end, we didn't even know we really won. Like, is it? Can we run out the <laughs> clock? And we started kneeling. My brother's next to me. He starts crying. My niece is next to me. Who's my? Oh, she's thirty-five. She starts crying. I start crying. It's like it. And <laughs> it's, I guess it's. I guess I'm proud to have cried. Yes, I don't know. I yes. feel like we've earned these tears. We've earned them. Yeah. Oh my God! What an amazing story. Did they get on the jumbotron? Your daughters? No, but the guy dressed like a banana right in front of us did. And they were dressed like they were dressed as lions and stuff. Yeah. And they say that when or when they showed the banana, you could see us in the background. I'm there like, he go. was five rows in front of us. But that's fine. <laughs> that counts. That's fine. That counts. We get out afterwards. We're only 0.5 miles from the hotel, but we get back in the car because it's under zero degrees. And then it took us an hour and a half, hour and a half to get home to the hotel. 
you know, but it doesn't matter. We got here. We watched the Cowboys lose in the pregame. The place <laughs> is going ballistic for that because now we got Tampa Bay at home and that's a real winnable game. It is, man. Now, yeah, exactly. Now, if they win that, if they win the NFC championship, which by the way, I have a, my only futures bet. I had two futures bet on winning the Super Bowl. I had the Dolphins. That's gone. But I did do a Lions bet because when I was a kid, man, Billy Sims, Eric Hipple, Barry Billy Sims. I Billy Sims number 20, who also Barry Sanders wore 20, and they retired it for both yeah. players. But Billy Sims was my favorite non-Pittsburgh Steeler. I love Billy Sims. And I got for Christmas, I asked for a new bike and this catalog. You know, we had those wish catalogs back in the day. And they had these NFL bikes. And I didn't want the Steelers for some reason. So I got a Detroit Lions bike. And I, I had nice. it for years. It had like a plastic and it was blue and silver. It was the coolest bike in the neighborhood. Um, so I've loved so the Lions. Are you cheering for the Lions? Absolutely. Then? Absolutely, man. I've always I've always liked the Lions as kind of my NFC team. Um, so yeah, I, I and I, I used to like the Saints too when I was a kid, maybe because they were black and gold. I don't know why. They, but they were also bad. They were yeah, bad as they well. were a bad team too. But yeah, I'm rooting for your Cowboys now. If they make the Super Bowl. John, let's the just Cowboys. Or, or, John, Cowboys. I mean the Lions, the Lions, Lions. Oh my God, the Cowboys! I can't First believe. of all, we should have beat them. We should have been the two seed. Oh, like, we shouldn't even have to deal with them losing. That is true, but it maybe it worked out. That now you got Tampa Bay coming to town. That might be an easier route. But so if they make it, if they make it to the Super Bowl, I, I feel like you have to make your way to Vegas somehow. I have. We have family in Vegas. We have a house up there in Henderson. Okay, that oh, that's is just waiting. Okay. Yeah. I can. I just got to get tickets. I got to talk to ABC and CBS and see if me working at the network means a damn thing. <laughs> uh, on CBS, but you know those tickets are crazy. Yeah. Um, but yes, that will be under consideration. If they if they go to San Francisco next week, I mm. might I might look at it. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a quick. That's a Southwest flight. Yeah, there you go. Nice weather. I just don't know if I want to bring my girls there. I, I could be more dangerous. Going. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, what's your take on the game? Now, what's the spread again? Is it six and a half, guys, or no? no six and a half. Six, six and a half, half points. Oh. Six and a half. Uh, we. I want to hear what your your opinion is on the line and how you see the game unfolding and who wins. Well, of course, you know who I think is going to win course, the game, yes. and I truly do. I truly do. Yeah. We beat him early. We beat him week three, three I believe. We're back. I mean, Mayfield's playing a lot better. He scares me. I also had Mike Evans and Rasheed White on my fantasy teams, and they led me almost to the championship. So, like, I've been following the Bucks all year, and I do like Tampa Bay's offense. But I think that home field advantage is ridiculous. Like, Stafford couldn't even hear the calls that were coming in. He did. He was. You could see that he was lost from the audience. I think. I think the audience and the team in the city will will this victory. I do think they're probably. Better paper as well but i just think honestly i just think the story of it and everything that's going on is too big for the buccaneers yeah it, it might not be too big for the 49ers that's a whole other conversation or the packers if they come to our stadium an nfc north championship game but i think i don't want to overlook the buccaneers but they're going to have to play their best game i think to beat the Lions in yeah. that stadium i think between the run and the way golf is playing and our running backs montgomery and gives i don't think they can keep up with us, although I am scared about Mayfield and Evans and Godwin because our secondary, well, you saw what Puka Nakua did to us last week, so that well, scares you me have a little. Cam, yeah, Cam I, Sutton back there, right, ex-Dealer, so yeah, yeah. He, he had a rough game. He, he did. He, they got work. I just think we outscore them and we are willed to win this game. <laughs> I agree. Uh, that's really what I think. I agree. Uh, so listen, I, I think it'll be a shootout. It'll be a shootout. I think it'll be a shootout. You like the over 48 and a half? Yeah, I would go over for sure. Okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Now, uh, John, what are you currently – John's producing – I forgot about Password. You're doing Password too. What are you currently yes. – you're still doing Let's Make a Deal right now, right? Or is that yeah. – okay. Yeah, we should do Let's Make a Deal. We actually did a Super Bowl episode where we had um, – oh, can I announce who we had on the show? Oh. We had a very famous Baltimore Ravens defensive retired player. It's Terrell Suggs probably. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Although uh, he's our buddy – Street smarts. He was on Street um, Smarts, yeah. Yeah, no, it's even more famous, okay. the bigger guy. All right, wow, yeah. that's so, great. He's on. We did a big Super Bowl episode that'll air that week of the Super Bowl. But yeah, dude, let's make a deal. Just finished shooting Password with Kiki Palmer as the host and Jimmy Fallon, right. which was spectacular. We're in post on that. And then hopefully we're waiting to see if we get a pickup from Pressure Luck. Now, uh, Pressure Luck, I... And of course, I worked on Press Your Luck for two, I, the first couple seasons I did. The third season was COVID. There was no audience. Came back for season three, or I came back for season three or four, whatever. I was supposed to do the most recent season. 
Okay, for four. Yeah. And then you just did season five, which I was going to do when I was still living in LA. And I got COVID and I couldn't come do it, which I was really bummed out because that was that's like my favorite show to work on because Elizabeth Banks is awesome. Uh, it's a heartbreaker when you yeah. aren't able to come to that. It's like very sad for all of us because Frank's the best. Does this mean for season six, which if we get picked up, would happen in the next few months? You can't do it, or do I have to? Do we have to fly you out. I think I would come and do. I think we could. I think we would could figure something out. I could do the show remotely. Ryan or Jerry could host the show. I don't know. This is a, they could get anyone to do this. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. Call me, call me. I'm there. We'll get the. Pro we'll fire up the uh, South Point jet, and I'm coming in. We have a South Point jet that I have access to. We do. That you have access. That we have, do I have access to that? Uh, and finally, you know, you mentioned New Orleans and being in New Orleans. I have to bring up. We shot Street Smarts in in New Orleans, season one. John was a producer. That's where I met John. He was working with Scott St. John, who was the EP, and John uh, was one of our producers. Now I don't know if you produced this clip, but I went to Pat O'Brien's, which is famous for their hurricane drinks, and I had one too many the night before, and then the next day during an interview. I got sick on. I said to the person I was interviewing, I'll be, I'll be right back. And I went over and I threw up in a bush and then I came back and finished the interview. And we were going to show the clip on an episode, but we didn't have time for it. I don't know if that was a show you did or not. I never saw the clip. That was, that was before I got was that, there. Okay, but okay. I have seen the clip. I didn't come until season three, okay. but I've seen the clip. Back, that was back in the day when it was just like run and gun. Yeah, that was like were. season one or two because Carlos Ortiz, yeah, and we yeah. and I remember we yeah. got we got back to the hotel and he calls Carla, our, our one of the executive producer, goes, hey, Frank got food poisoning. He had some bad jambalaya or gumbo <laughs> last night. He got so he, he doesn't yeah. look good. So we get back to the we wrap her. She goes, okay, just wrap early. So we get back to the hotel. I take like a nap. I eat something. About two hours later, it's about 7 p.m. And this is before cell phones. So all of a sudden, the hotel phone, we start calling each other like, we're going out tonight, right? We can't. It's seven o'clock in New Orleans. We got to go out. So we went out again. And of course, and I probably stayed away from the hurricanes, but enjoyed the French Quarter because you have to when you're in New Orleans. What are you going to do? Yeah, food poisoning. I got food poisoning in New Orleans. <laughs> poisoning, yeah. By the way, Car Carla's born and raised in New Orleans. She knew that was BS. So, yeah. She knows. She knows. Yeah, the game, the, game, the, game, the Saints game was awesome. The Superdome was awesome. Yeah. The Saints fans were great. Yeah. And like I said, it just became like a Detroit Lions party afterwards. It was. Very cool place to go. Well, for. I hope the party continues for you this weekend. I hope it goes on through San Francisco all the way to Vegas, and we see you here, and you could stop by live in the studio and show us what jersey you have on. I love it. John, I love, you. I love, I love it, it, man. Uh, John, you're the best, buddy. Thank you, John Quinn, for being on the show. Outstanding job, man. That's awesome. I'll, I'll text you later, buddy. So uh, what do you think of his predictions there? Do you, I like He thinks it's a shootout. He likes over 48 and a half, so maybe – if we grab one of these parlay cards, I'm looking at that over possible. I do yeah. like I do like the over because New Orleans. I mean Baker Mayfield, he does have those receivers. He's got Godwin, he's got yeah. Evans. So, um, what do you think? Yeah, I, I I like the over in that game as well. I I think the the Lions defense hasn't really been as stout as it as it was earlier in the year, but right. they, their offense can definitely score. They were the second best passing offense in the league um, in the regular season, so they definitely should be able to to score against Tampa, but. Tampa's also been playing pretty good defense as of late. So, I mean, they set the lines at the at the number for a reason. So, I know. The, the tees might be the best play, teasing it down and taking the over. Now, you know, okay, so, yeah, the Texans game. Texans-Baltimore currently here at South Point is what? What do we have it at? Because I never, like, I don't want to say it if I don't love Houston is, or Baltimore is a nine-point favorite. That is a 44 total. Now, see, in our uh, in our, our super tees or whatever, the Texans and, and you can bump that up. The double digits, I kind of feel like the Texans might be the pick. Hey, yeah, go up to what, 15 on the card? Yeah. Uh, tons of college basketball. Now, listen, that's what I was going to bring up college basketball. I don't know if you're playing anything tonight, Ryan, but Ryan has been on fire with his picks. Bowling Green, is there anything you're looking at tonight? And Sean, do you have an NBA pick maybe you want to give out? Uh, well, the only thing that <laughs> the, the thing that I was mainly looking at is Southern Utah plays Utah Tech tonight, the, uh, the rivalry game, the I. 15 uh their schools are separated by about 40 miles uh st george to cedar city um i was at the game at in st george last year oh wow um and the the, the thunderbirds didn't pull it out so it was a bit of a defeated you're a southern home. utah grad we have to yes, point out yes, yes i am an suu alum um but as i said before todd simon took the job at bowling green so he's no longer the coach of southern utah and they lost a lot of their starters um, and transfers, a couple followed him to Bowling Green. Um, some of them graduated. Um, so the team is not the same as it was a 20-win season last year, and they are the actual worst team in the WAC right now. 
Um, and they are a four-point favorite at home, which I have already taken the Utah Tech Trailblazers. Okay. Um, so By the I, way, if I, you would have given me a million dollars to yeah. say what you – I still – because Utah Tech used to be what? Dixie State. Yeah. See, okay, maybe – I don't even know if I knew them, but okay. Yeah. Well, they, they also – just got promoted into Division One AA. That's why. Um, so yeah, they were a D three school for a while, and then because they're in St. George and that area is forever expanding now, um, they they promoted to Division One. So, but I do like the the Blazers to cover the four or with the four, and even some sprinkled some money line. So okay, all right. So just looking at a couple live comments because you guys are always really funny. Um, oh yeah, we should say X'd and not tweet. Yeah. Uh, be it's the time, same thing. Be time, Jimmy. Will ever be a day when people say "xed" instead of "tweet" since it's no longer Twitter? Doubt it. He's always positive. Um, <laughs> it's my buddy. Um, and he also points out that the jackets that Kyle Ustek's wife <laughs> are making—they look like crappy starter jackets from 1993. They kind of do have that Charlotte Hornet vibe to them. Remember, everyone had a uh, what am I talking to? Everyone had a Charlotte. Thank you, Ann. I looked at Ryan. Everyone were Charlotte Hornets. I don't know why. And they listen to yellow card music. Is what they did. <laughs> Are they? Uh, not, you mean Bobcats? They're the Hornets now. Uh oh, they the no, they were the Hornets in '93, weren't they? Oh, so then they went to the Bobcats and then back to yeah, the Hornets. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, because they lost them, they moved. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's how it went. Okay. I just remember everybody wore that coat. It's retro. Uh, retro. Retro. Very retro. Style. <laughs> Joey B said Tom looks like Buddy from Ozark. The guy lived in the basement on Ozark. Well, he's in his man cave uh, down there. He's got all his memorabilia and stuff like that. Uh, who does who does Kevin Belenkoff like? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that Kevin Belenkoff will be on the show tomorrow to give us his playoff lines. I will be talking to Kevin later on tonight about something else. But Kevin will be here tomorrow, and Jeff Parles will be here tomorrow. Now, he probably won't be wearing that Disney jacket, but... Cars, yeah. Cars land. His cars jacket, yeah. His cars land. And then uh, here's now. This is your uh, Mountain West is your conference, right? Uh, well, Southern you know, Utah went to is in the WAC. They're in the WAC. That's but, right. Sorry, yeah. Matt's so, more big in the Mountain West. So Joey B's asking Ryan, who do you like tomorrow night men's hoops? Mountain West, UNLV at Colorado State in Fort Collins, where Joey B is at. Any any because UNLV just uh, played New Mexico State, right? Well, they played New Mexico here. New Mexico here, yeah, right? and they they pummeled them, and then they were up in Boise State. On, oh, Boise uh, State on that Tuesday, was yeah. yeah, and they were underdogs and upset them outright. Yeah, so they're hot right streak. now. Yeah. Any feel for that game yet? Have you looked at um, that at all? Well, Colorado State is, I'm pretty sure, one of the top teams in yeah. the Mountain West right now. So UNLV has seemed to make a little bit of a habit of playing to their opponent's level, um, whether that be playing down or playing up. So um, depending on what the line is, UNLV should should play up to cover it. Okay. Um, don't know if I like them to upset them, but... All right. Maybe we'll take a look at that game tomorrow as well. Paul would prefer to see Ryan sing live. Bob would like to see St. Ryan sing, and that's in all caps. I don't know if I can command you to do that. Let's get the video first, get him comfortable. And uh, <laughs> Bob would also like to hear a lot more swearing on the show. Well, open Jerry's mic up. If I get Jerry a microphone, that's how that'll work out. And Poison, Joey B.S. if Poison is from Poison. Pittsburgh. Poison, poison, po 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 poison. Um, poison, uh, they're not. Brett, well, Brett Michaels is from Butler, which is about 40 mile, 30 miles outside of Pittsburgh. They didn't really start in Pittsburgh. I think they started on the L.A. Strip. But if we want to claim uh, Poison as a Pittsburgh band, we can. But really, the best rocker of all time out of Pittsburgh is Donnie Iris. All right. We'd like to thank uh, my two buddies, Tom McClain, very funny comedian. Follow him on uh, social media, at XL Comic. John Quinn came in like uh, a hurricane, man, with all those stories about the Lions and uh, bringing his daughters, and how many times have you heard swearing? We're at 38. 38. That yeah. might be the clip of the day right there. That's hysterical. John, continued success with all the game shows. Thank you, Sean. And Jerry, I'm going to go listen to some Yellow Card on my way home. Ryan, as always, remember, come back tomorrow for our final show of the week where we'll be talking a lot of NFL action. Kevin Bellenkoff will have his picks. Jeff Parles will have his input. Stay here on the network because yes. Jeff Parles will be here in two hours at three o'clock. Three o'clock. And I will be joining Jeff Parles and I filed a report somewhere from around the hotel. And I think Joey Beer, Mini Dark, where the Frank is Nicotero. We kind of tipped our hand, but uh, yeah, it was me and Ralph hanging out. So make sure you come back and watch that. Thank you, everybody, for watching the show. Keep the live comments coming. We did the social media stuff today instead of On This Day in History. I hope you guys liked it. We're always looking for clips. So make sure you tweet anything funny you see on TikTok or Twitter. Hit me and Ryan and up. Me or Ryan are up. I'm at Frank Nicotero. He's at Ryan BMC underscore. 
and it might show up on the show and you get credit like Reno Paul did today. Thank you for watching the show. Punchlines live in Nevada. Every show.